I've been running, getting to the kick. Dog, you ain't a hundred, this a hundred. Let me demonstrate. If she ain't got brains, then I ain't trying to penetrate. And if you ain't a stand up needy, you could get your dinner ate. I ain't buying all that real shit. Dog, you benefit. Took her on a dinner date. Now we on the interstate. Might be a rookie in the game, but I've been a great. And we about autonomy, dog, we ain't trying to integrate. Man, we ain't trying to integrate. Was broke back then, now the youngest seeing different kick. We don't go off feelings, we just make sure that the bend is straight. And if you ain't an intellect, then you can't get a penetrate. Local Niji, now I'm getting love all in different states. Got a Niji, if you ain't got scars, then you can't relate. That was Integrate by Job ja Bricks, available on iTunes. Make sure you go to his website, jobbricks.store, so you can get that song, Integrate, and much, much more. You are now tuned in to On The Wake Up Radio. I am your host, Jay Ali, and this is the Sovereign Creed Show. Make sure everybody go over to SovereignCreed.com so you can uh, uh, chime in on this, uh, this broadcast live. If you're on Clubhouse, if you can't do video, make sure you go to our Instagram uh story we have the the clubhouse feed currently uh in our stories uh so yes today's wednesday uh make sure uh if you haven't done already you should be already subscribed to www.otw2.com so you can be a part of this community of melanated content creators shout out to my super producer cindy ashby and now we are going to go get started with our Hump Day headlines. Opened up Pandora's box, show my reflection. Have to hide the truth, they are masters at perception. What you hold is proof, I classify as deception. I'm a master in the booth, my coupe glide like the Jetsons. From the lies, need protection, they devise our regression. But they never seen me, I defy their recollection. I supply they every second with them powerful interjections. Smoke a towel, but every hour that's how it always beckons. I reckon maybe this too deep. Maybe they still sheep, maybe they feel this world is real and they still sleep. I don't give a shit, really, I'm on the real beach. Couple of seals, blue water, and it's real breeze. If you tell, if, if I say, Kenny, let's go to another network together. And then I says, hey, Kenny, you can sign your deal. And I changed, I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to stay at Turner. I don't think that's fair to you. That's just my personal opinion. Listen, we can uh, listen. I, I'm not. I'm yeah. not talking. I, about I just think that this. Is I'm not talking about this dude anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, that energy Chuck exemplifies. We all know somebody like that. I mean, this 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 dude is uh, a super coon, and I'm embarrassed to say I actually used to wear his shoes when I was a kid. Key point: I was a child. But uh, yeah. Um, Shout out to Kyrie Irving, who continuously seems to be the only current professional athlete in American team sports that understands the word autonomy. He, he does not conform to be, and he really never has if you really uh, check his, his track record. He's always been his own man. Um, he's always kept his profession in his actual life in perspective basketball is not is is not who he is it's what he does and he understands that and unfortunately in, in the uh the world that he lives in where it's instant gratification and constant access media or fans or the teams or the owners of the organization who feel that 
you are a possession of them. But in all actuality, huh, essentially, you kind of kind of are. And, and a shout out to William C. Roden for that book, uh, Forty Million Dollar Slave. And I'm sure a lot of people really never quite understood exactly what that book really meant until we got into this pandemic. Now you really see just how much these professional athletes are essentially $40 million slaves. Case in point, Mr. Kyrie Irving, who is exercising his autonomy to his own body. And yet you have entities and people trying to dictate to him what he should and shouldn't do in order to continue to have a livelihood. And so I hope that he continues to not conform and continue whatever the consequences from being in that profession, whatever they may be. If that means that you get shut down again, so be it. But do not give in, Kyrie. Do not owe anything to these people. Okay. They want to show you, give them a show every time you suit up and place up those sneaks. Okay. You don't owe these people anything. Continue to fight. I also love if you know if you're very familiar and tapped in with Kyrie Irving. He's also another one of the, uh he's also an athlete that, that knows about his indigenous heritage. He's been extremely outspoken about that for really years like since the beginning since he got his platform he's always uh spoken about his indigenous aboriginal inherited uh heritage and kudos to him for that so it's not a coincidence to actually about his identity so the person that's exercising his autonomy despite the constant uh agendas being thrown his way so kudos to you uh, Kyrie Irving. Uh, as far as the other headlines that we saw, it's still a lot of um, weird stuff going on in the headlines. You know, they're talking about these uh, tests that are being delivered to people's homes that are transported by your U.S. corporation. Um, and so they are, they are really doing everything in their power to ramp up the testing because, you know, you can't test positive if you don't first take a test you want to make sure that you continue to to take those free tests so uh shout out to the u.s corporation for for giving us the free tests <laughs> but uh yeah so they continue they want those tests of if you take those tests taken what we need to do we need to get tapped in with people in some of these other uh countries around the world because if you believe the news and headlines they're basically selling you that all of this tyranny is going on and that no one can do anything uh, without proof of the jab. And so I really I really need to tap into my people abroad. I know I got a couple of homeboys this uh, in the UK, uh, got some people in Asia and Africa. So I really need to get on the WhatsApp and really uh, get back tapped in and see what's going on in these other countries. Because I'm just not believing a lot of this stuff. Because I know they're pushing agendas and they want us to believe that all of these things are going on. And it very well could be. Now, I know that Australia has been under tremendous sanctions, a lockdown, if you will, but I don't know anybody in Australia. Do you have anyone that can actually uh, corroborate what we're hearing in the media? Uh, so they like to make us they make everything seem as if that this entire country is locked down when essentially it's only certain states that are under uh certain legislators that are perpetuating certain mandates whether you're open or semi-open you're not fully tapped into what's going on here you don't really know the difference between what's going on in new york and california and what's going on in the state of texas 
You don't know. You think the entire country is operating this way. So we need to uh, read the headlines, learn to decode them, and uh, understand what the big picture is. So let's go ahead and uh, give them an ad real quick, Cindy. Before we move on to the next segment. You know that we aborigines. I'm give a fuck if you feeling me. As long as you watch how you grilling me. My knee G's making history. Brother, some diamonds at Tiffany's. She a carpet queen and she feeling me. So you know she matching my energy. Royal. All of my knees, they royal. All of my knees, they loyal. We ain't the same. Robbing to be legends. We ain't trying to be a memory. And now you ain't my nigga. You my knee G aborigine. Ever since a youngin', I've been running, getting to the cake. Dog, you ain't a hundred. That's a hundred. Let me if she ain't got brains, then I ain't trying to penetrate. And if you ain't a stand-up need you, you could get your dinner ate. All right. In our next segment, we are going to bring back our lovely sister from another Mr. Mrs. Pasha Ishell. Pasha is a uh, certified Reiki master. She's also a doula. She's a, a wonderful mother and wife. And uh, she's going to come and help us heal our traumas, help us overcome our... Uh, our, our pain and our turmoil and help, you know, continue to protect our peace, control our controllables and make sure that we're moving in the right direction. So without further ado. Peace, 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 peace. How you doing? How you doing, sis? I'm doing amazing. How oh, look at you looking all wonderful. How's your day going? It's going well. How about you, bro? Oh, man, I can't complain. Can't complain. I'm feeling great. Got a good workout in. Having a great day. The weather's not too bad, so I can't really complain. So I have a couple uh, things that I want to talk to you about. Um, you know, we have a lot of private conversations about prepping and the things that's going on in the world with with our groups, families, and the little tribe within the tribe. But and sometimes, you know, that that preparation can kind of become overwhelming when you're constantly preparing and preparing and preparing, and you put your state in a in a state of anxiety because you're always trying to stay ahead of the curve or what agenda's coming this way, coming that way. Like, how do you bridge the gap between prepping and just overconsumption? Well, first of all, you basically have to do what you can do. You know, um, I definitely would not go broke trying to prepare um, for what's to come. Um, I mean, you just have to come to that realization. There are some people that are unaware and um, they don't have anything stocked up. They don't have those extra canned goods um, where they've gone to the grocery store and then put some extra along with their other. So they just don't have it. So um you can only do what you can do um and and one thing i will say there's there needs to be balance you know with all of the youtube channels that have come out even just the prepping channels because you know we <laughs> we watch them too but even with just the prepping channels and all of the channels that are discussing what's going on in other countries and everything with social media we really have to be aware of keeping ourselves balanced um i know in 2020 
I myself personally, I was totally just like freaked out. You know, I didn't really want to think too far in the past because I was like, well, what's the purpose? Like, it's just, it's all going to just go. So why am I even thinking about something else other than just trying to make it through the day? And I realized that that's, that wasn't the headspace that I needed to be in. So I've allowed myself to be easy. You know, there, you know, personally, there's some things that have come in the midst of that um, time. And so I definitely, for myself and my family, we, we just do what we can do. I mean, that's it. I would give that advice to everyone. I mean, what is the purpose of being so stressed out if you have nothing that you can do about it? You do the very best that you can. You, If you have a community, you know, people that you can reach out to, um, and it's like everybody is on common ground. They, they Everybody is, you know, in prepping mode, and that's fine. You can exchange information, but if there is not really anything you can do, and especially financially. I would strongly suggest not to go broke, and I would strongly suggest to just be easy on yourself and do the best you can. That's simple. Excellent advice. And I, I mean, you're absolutely right. You, you try to want to make sure you got your food to get through, you know, seasons and you know, have some money stashed. But really, like you said, outside of that, really, if they shut this grid down tonight, you know, say even people that think they straight might not be as straight as they think they are. So as um, as people say, you know, you just got to control your controllables and protect your peace. But follow up question. For people who, uh, whether it's because of their profession or because of their uh, communication with maybe like family members, like how what advice would you give the people who are still in the matrix and when i say in the matrix i mean subscribing to news propaganda uh full compliance of agendas i mean all of them from the mass to you know even worse uh and just completely subscribing the type of people project all of their fears onto to, to people who don't operate that way. So for people who don't have the option to just like not deal with those people, what advice would you give to them for people who have to deal with those people? What advice do you have for those? Um, pretty much understand and realize that we all have been a part of the matrix at, at some point. If we consider ourselves to be out of the matrix and we have our own set of you know, our own mindset, our own ideas, we were once there. So that means that we have the capacity to have compassion for those that are still caught up in the matrix. Um, we can uh, agree to disagree and be easy with each other. I mean, I'm that's like one of the things that has been a theme for me for the past year and a half is just being easy, just being in flow. I mean, because what do you do if it's someone that you love? I mean, of course, you have to make your own decision and choice as to what, what's good for you and your peace. But if someone doesn't agree with you or if they're living a certain way, we have to have the compassion to still, you know, understand that we were once there. You know, I definitely was once there um, completely, like all the way in. And so, of course, I'm thankful you know, for the awakening and, the, and evolving, but we were once there. So we have to have that capacity to literally provide people grace in the midst of it. Um, yes, we may 
have, you know, things that we talk about and things that we say and things that we don't agree with and it gets on our nerves or, you know, we're like, I don't understand. Like, are you kidding me? Can you just wake up? Do you not see this? Do you not have, you know, common sense? And, you know, some people say common sense isn't so common. You know, it's a projection from both sides. You have, you know, those family members or those friends or those coworkers that have their belief system and then you have yours, it, you know, we have to do everything in balance and we definitely have to, you know, put compassion at the forefront of that. And just think about that we were once there and, you know, eventually if it's meant for that person to have that journey to literally be outside of the matrix, then that will be their journey. It's, it's their, it's their, their goal, their purpose. Where do you draw the line? Like it, there's got to be some things that are non-negotiable for you. Like what are what are some like uh, potential like events or occurrences, characteristics of people that uh, even if they claim to be it outside of the matrix, but like you know, we're, we are in a situation where you can really watch who's in your camp, who's in your circle, and so you you want to uh, feel confident that you can trust the people that you have around you. So like what, without getting too far off, like how do you protect your peace, but not just your peace, but like the peace of your circle, make sure that it's, uh, um, doesn't get violated. Well, I mean, we're all basically energy and, you know, to some degree you can, you know, that whole cliche term of, you know, like attracts like, um, you'll definitely vibrate to the people that are on your frequency. I mean, and if everybody has their own personal deal breakers and things that they say that they absolutely just cannot deal with. For me, I'm more about uh, my peace. You know, everybody has, you know, different things that they just don't, that they can't or won't tolerate. Um, I will say, um, let's just ensure that those boundaries that we're setting, that they are realistic. You know, um, there are, are families who, let's just say some family members um, have gotten that, you know, and some family members haven't. Um, but there is a deep love and a deep connection. And it's like, you know, your heart goes out to that person because you're aware and you know um, the dangers because you've done the research and, and you know what, what it is and you know what it can do potentially um but that other person has no clue they just believe in like whatever you know my government tells me i'm i'm gonna do it and i think you're crazy because you're not doing it it doesn't mean you don't love that person any less and you you know it's an individual choice for me um I'll just say an example. I had a class and there was, it was a very small class and it was a total of five of us in the class, including the instructor. And one of the individuals was like, oh, I, I'm just not feeling too hot today. You know, I the, the, the third one, <laughs> you know, and I'm just sitting there like, oh, dear heart, you know, for this environment that we're in, I'm shocked. But at the end of the class, when we were giving our hugs because it was a very powerful time together, I did not hug her and I'm knowing she's, you know, tripled, you know, but I still exchanged that love because 
I believe firmly that I'm protected regardless, you know, and we, we're still going out into the world. And I'm just using that this as just an example. Um, but everybody has their, their cutoff points. Um, I just know me personally, I choose not to be around individuals that I am not aligned with. Um, not as it relates to they have to think the exact way that I think and they have to do the exact things that I do it. No, because we're all our own unique individuals. I'm just basically saying that it has to be like, I've already had some horrible experiences. Um, you know, it, there's some things that have occurred and I can make the decision and the choice to say, well, no, this is something that I just don't want. I don't feel like it fits for me and still care about that person and love that person and wish them well in their journey, you know, but not be so head bent on, you have to think exactly the way that I do, you know, because that just doesn't make sense because we all have our own, you know, ideas and, you know, mindset. I, I completely agree. We all have different names and similar energies, but there's this word called autonomy. You know, and I'm serious about my autonomy. I know you're serious about is there anything um, going on or anything that you'd like to get off your chest or anything you'd like to discuss in particular before we wrap the segment, sis? I know I'm going to have you back later. Is there anything that you uh, would love to discuss? Um, I guess as it relates to, like, the energy that we're in, you know, it, there's um, they're con considered to be chaos um, to some degree because of the uncertainty of where our society is heading um we have a feeling as to what is going to come you know there are some people that are leaking information some places you know we could um, assume a lot of things but what i will say is is that we are definitely going to have to make sure that we're going deeper um on the inside but we have to do that we cannot um minimize that work and the healing that we have to do. We literally have to focus on, you know, if there are things that may trigger us, focus on those triggers and ask the questions like, why am I triggered in this way? You know, or why did I respond in this way? Um, you know, do a self-assessment. That's one thing that I do with myself. I do a daily self-assessment. And, you know, sometimes I can just be about whatever a situation may be, but I check myself. I get me together. I say, well, why did you respond that way? Um, why are you triggered? Why are you bothered? You know, let's let's get this together. And I have to do that. That's just one of the tools that has worked for me. Um, it is definitely something that I would suggest, um, you know, others try is doing those self-assessments and making sure that you're focusing on your healing and definitely tapping in and not so much looking at the external because going external so much can can definitely create some, you know, adversity. That is uh, excellent advice. And I'm going to adopt that myself. You know, I try to do assessments on triggers, but it seems like I don't quite do it enough. So I'm definitely gonna take you upon that advice and hold myself accountable to, uh, as we all should, to, to really uh, identify those triggers and to not allow it to change our energy. Thank you, sis, as always. I love it. See you in a minute. All right, all right. So uh, we're gonna, uh, before we move on to the next segment, uh, 
I dropped the ball. I normally try to bring these books downstairs, but I didn't. So I'm just going to have to tell you about it. So uh, with this particular segment of mental health, there was a book that uh, I read during uh, the Ramadan, the intermittent fast, David Goggins. If you're familiar uh, with David Goggins, he's the only man in history to complete all of the special forces uh, in America. So he uh, completed Navy SEALs training. Um, he's also was a Army Rangers, completed Army Ranger school. And he was also um, the, the Air Force. Don't can't quite remember the name of that distinction. But yeah, he's he set a record and he's also a, a world renowned decathlete. But his, he has an amazing story. Uh, the man was 197 pounds and in one quarter of a year in three months lost essentially what 85 pounds three months which is absolutely insane but it's a wonderful story if you're really trying to overcome resistance if you are if you've ever hit a wall and you're trying to mentally physically emotionally spiritually whatever it is i strongly recommend this book it's called can't hurt me by mr david Goggins. all right so we're going to uh, move on to uh, a quick little ad, and then we're going to have The Healing Code with Dr. Pilar. You're listening to Sovereign Creed, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sign up for otwtube.com. Listen to onthewakeupradio.com. We thank you. You know, it's uh, Pasha touched on something uh, that really struck a chord with me. She was basically talking about how we're always looking outwardly, looking externally. But you got so many people in this country and abroad that are so consumed with other people's health, whether or not someone wears a mask, whether or not someone is jazzed, social distancing, whether or not like what their habits are. If they're so consumed with other people's health, if we exhorted half the amount of energy that we do concerning ourselves with other people's health, with our own health. Could you imagine how strong our immune systems would be? And not just our, our physical immune system, our emotional immune system, our mental immune system. And here to talk about that more in depth is my man, Dr. Pillai, uh, who's you know uh, a top-notch doctor, you know, a naturopathic, a holistic healer and uh, he's going to come and, and talk to us uh about how we can uh worry about our own health dr Pilon, how you doing this week brother i'm blessed brother how you doing oh man i can't complain i can't complain at all and if i did you really wouldn't want to hear that shit anyway <laughs> <laughs> so yeah man i want to talk to you this week about a couple things um you know we've built off of the, the two previous conversations and uh, specifically, I'd like to talk to you about uh, foods that create mucus, uh, how it affects the body, and how can we remove it? Um, well, that's a, it's kind of a tricky topic because we, um, we do have information like the, um, the mucusless diet that um, came out in like 1930s by Arnold 
it, it, it's a funny name, Arno Edrit. I think it's E H R E T. Um, but he came out with a book called um, The Mucusless Diet. So that book, it was a pretty good book, but we, you know, we, we take the good, you know, like everything, like Sister Pasha said, we always got to have balance. So we take the good out and whatever is not useful, we don't um, use it. Um, but also the way we heard about the mucus thing was through Dr. Sabi. He gave us a lot of um, extremely valuable information um, far as the mucus thing. Um, but another thing that Sister Pasha um Sister Pasha mentioned was is we have to go deeper. So when we say mucus, we're not going deep enough. You know, we um, at this point that we deal with Aboriginal Medical Association, we're about the science and we like to go deeper because we're dealing with um, human beings first and foremost. We're not dealing with paychecks. We're dealing with human beings. Um, I myself, um, yesterday I had to go um you know, suited up. I got my mask on. I did, uh, I made the COVID juice. I had to show up at a, um, a person's house yesterday. I did what I normally do when I deal with COVID people. I put the juice on the porch. I walked back to my car and I call them. Um, you know, I do that just to protect myself. But that juice yesterday was for a six-year-old kid that caught COVID, you know? So we're not just dealing with, um, you know, just, Seeing people as paychecks, we're dealing with real life human beings. I'm dealing with a parent that has a six year old that has COVID, um, and and the parents don't have it. So it's like, where did this COVID come from? Was it because the parents' immune system strong and the babies isn't? You know, it's it's kind of a catch twenty two. But um, you know, like I said, we're dealing with human beings, so we have to go deeper. Uh, we can't just say, okay, oh yeah, let's let's. Uh, blame it on mucus and let's keep it pushing. Mucus causes disease and that's it. No, man, we're dealing with human beings. Give me the science. So at this point, at 2022, there's still nobody um, producing a scientific look um, at mucus and how it causes disease. Um, what we do know is the cliche things that people say, you know, because we do know mucus um, is in the body to protect. It's like our immune system. It's a protector, a protector of our cells. It's trying to stop bacteria um, and the, the negative adverse things that will come in our body and affect us. It's trying to protect us from that. We do know those simple um, type of things. But when it comes to dealing with, um, you know, the mucus and, and it being a cause of disease, uh, Aboriginal Medical Association, we had to take it deeper because we're trying to understand the science um, of what's causing sickness. Um, you know, like uh, me and Dr. Yogi, I don't know if he's on Clubhouse or on here watching this, but me and Dr. Yogi, were doing a class this Saturday at 2 p.m. Um, on how to read your natal chart um, uh, for your for better health, uh, for lack of a better word. We're just trying to teach people how to read their natal chart uh, so they can see what their potential health problems are. Um, and the reason I say that is, is because when you look at your natal chart, what you're looking at is every system. You have 12 systems in your body. So what we're looking at, when you're looking at a natal chart, you're looking at all 12 systems in your body and the potential for ailments in those systems. When you were born, did you have a compromised um, 
circulatory system? Did you have a compromised endocrine system, which means your kidneys are compromised, your urethra is compromised, and things of that nature? So the reason I bring this up is when we're dealing with healing um, at Healing Code and Aboriginal Medical Association, we're dealing with the systems, um, all 12 systems. So when we talk about um, if your circulatory is sick, uh, your, your circulatory system is sick, that whole system, that means your organs in that circulatory. It might be your heart might be uh, uh, compromised. Your heart might be messed up or uh, going deeper, your cells uh, is probably toxic. Uh, your tissues is probably toxic. That's what's making your circulatory system toxic. So we have to deal with all these aspects. And even if then we even go deeper with the conversation, now we're dealing with atoms. So then once we go to uh, dealing with the atoms, we still can't mention mucus in this conversation because we're trying to get to the root of the disease. So then we go to the atoms um, and then we say, well, OK, so what what can possibly cause an atom uh, or what can possibly cause us uh, disease on the atomic level? And then we look at the periodic table as we do um, at Aboriginal Medical Association. You'll see that one of the only toxins um on the periodic table is nitrogen. So we see that uh, nitrogen in the body uh, can make us a cell sick, can make your tissues sick. We can see it can make your organs sick. So the whole system is sick. So um, as we delve deeper, we, we had to look past the mucus and um, how the mucus causes sickness because we had to get to the root of it to be able to heal people in our community. Because like I said, we're dealing with humans. We're not just trying to sell a product and tell you, oh, here, here's a, here's mucus buster. Get rid of your mucus. Or here's a herbal tea. Uh, just get the mucus out of your body and it's over with. No, man, I have a six-year-old baby that I have to get uh, COVID out of his body. And I can't just say this, remove the mucus. And it's the same with diabetes. And it's the same with cancer. So we can't just give people these general ideas like we do like our hospital system it's all generalized education black people need to eat the same food as europeans and asians we can't do that uh when we're trying to help help our community we have to be specific and like sister pasha said go deeper you know what i mean dr bennett turned to the hulk on that ad so I'm scared to ask the follow-up though. You know, you it, was like, it was about inflammation. I mean, I mean, because we do, I mean, you have to look at it you, you from my perspective. My perspective will always be biased when it comes to um certain things. Uh, I mean, that's not a good thing because I gotta always keep my mind open. But for for coming up now three years straight, I've helped people in my community heal from COVID. Um, sometimes in under 24 hours, they were healed sometime in 56 hours, but I've had to do things for babies, uh, six year old. That's been my youngest, um, up to 10 years old, you know? So when I'm dealing with these babies, I'm just trying to, you know, I have to be at the, the, the highest level of, of knowing what I'm talking about and what's going on. Um, because I can't just tell them, Hey, mucus uh causes uh covet so do this and that no it's you know it doesn't work that uh doesn't work that way we just got to go deeper you know we got to go deeper um if you care about the people you'll go deeper let's just say it like that we we really appreciate your your integrity 
in, in regards to that, because you're right, there are too many people, whether it's in the Western world, medicine or medicine, that uh, generalize and put everyone in a cookie cutter box. Everyone's body is different. Yes, you may have a, uh, a prior previous patient, similar condition, but we have to take the time to, to learn our current patient and you don't just uh rest on your laurels and just the person had this boom 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 so i'm just gonna do exactly no you gotta understand the symptoms and understand this person's body understand this person's immune system how this person uh respond to your treatment maybe a little differently than maybe someone else you know what i mean so uh i, I definitely appreciate uh that commitment and attention to detail and that specificity and uh and hopefully that young child is um has a uh a rapid recovery. Uh, so kudos to you, doc. You're out here in the foxhole, man. You're getting your hands dirty. You're not just collecting the check. Like you're out here really caring about your, your livelihood and, and the health of your patients. We need more uh, people like you out here uh, on the front lines that are fighting for our people and uh, giving us the right advice and the right treatment. Uh, I had a question with regards to uh, inflammation, but I, honestly, I don't really cliche questions what do you want to talk about what else do you have that you like to address from what you've seen recently uh in your own community with with the patients that you're treating or maybe people uh outside of your community like what what what's some things that you would like to see that you would like to address that you feel like uh we have some room for improvement with um i think a key thing uh where we need to improve in our communities um far as the awareness type of thing, um, and it revolves around a post I made this week. I made a post this week, um, and it was about um, human beings. Take me, for instance. Um, I made a post. I said, I'm a savior, and I'm a Judas in the same body. You know, so my point of it was, no matter what you do Ooh. with this whatever you do on this planet what i what i ask of people just don't turn on yourself you know you have turned on yourself if you're drinking liquor you have turned on yourself if you're smoking cigarettes you know if you're popping pills they have convinced you to turn on yourself you know so the thing with judas was he sold out the savior so-called savior he sold him out for money you know so that's what we're seeing in our, our community right now. The government gave y'all a paycheck and you sold yourself out for that paycheck. So now you got the jab and you were Judas in your own life, you know? So I tell people, you can be the savior or you can be the Judas, depending on what you letting in your brain. What are you letting in your brain? Because that commercial is going to make you want to drink Pepsi. That commercial is going to make you uh, want to go eat a slab of pork. It's going to make you want to do that if you're not protecting your brain from that garbage, you know? So, you know, I, I think one of the most fanciful, most brilliant tricks the United States government has done is made people turn on themselves. Like you sitting on the corner smoking a cigarette. You have turned on yourself. You're defiling your own temple. This is your temple. This is your house of prayer. This is your house of meditation. And you've turned on yourself. We don't need to talk about nobody else turning on you. You already did it to yourself. You know, eating sugar and candy and pop and alcohol. You turned on yourself. So it's just a matter of being aware because the deeper aspect of it is, is 
when we look in the mirror, we are the Judas, you know? So that's the thing, you know, for the most part, I like people to understand is like, man, don't turn on you and you won't be smoking cigarettes. You won't be drinking liquor. You won't be doing these things, you know? It's self, it's self, it's self-inflicted violence, you know, drinking liquor. Like you're, you're harming yourself. You don't want to commit sin against me or you don't want to commit sin against nobody else, but you'll go right home and drink liquor. You defiled yourself. You committed a sin against yourself because you just killed the part of yourself sipping liquor. You're killing sales, literally murdering part of yourself. So I think the awareness needs to come up. Um, we need to, man, just come out this fog, man. We're, we're just unaware. You know, that's why my book, um, Protect Your Organs, is based on protecting your body, man. Turn within. Like, man, protect yourself. Don't turn on yourself. You know, no matter what's going on in this world, yeah, we get beat down. Yeah, they treat us like this. They treat us like that. They oppress us. They do all that stuff. They do all that stuff. But why are you taking it out on yourself? You know, no more taking stuff out on ourselves. That'd be, that'd be my point. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, that's a, that's a great point. And then the other thing we need to take into consideration is the science. Stay committed to a new eating regimen, right? But yet they'll, uh, you're driving in your car and you pass Chick-fil-A or do you, you smell it while you're driving in your car. Like all of this stuff is, is, is genetically modified for you to, that's what to, I to call smell it, it in the car. Or, that's what I call an attack. Because what they do know, mm -hmm. what they do understand about human beings is, is that if a human like advertisement or driving past um, fast food places, what they do know uh, based on science is all a human being has to do is see a picture and they'll start salivating in their mouth, which means their digestive system is preparing to eat a meal just because they um, saw a picture. Now, you know, that's two, 10 times worse if you're driving past a place and you smell something. Now they just manipulated you in the highest form because now they manipulated you into being uh, hungry because they know once you see or smell something, your salivation starts in your in, in your mouth, which says your digestive tract is starting to work, which means now you're going to start craving some food. You're, even if you just ate 30 do minutes, you, you're going to start wanting do you, food. Do you? Do you? Do they have Krispy Kreme in in Portland, Oregon? Oh yeah, they got Krispy they got Kreme. them. They call them Krispy. Okay, so you know, yeah, when the light comes on, when they see that light on with those flashbacks, okay, it could be, you know, you just see the the lines. Me personally, I don't like lines at all, like for anything. I, I hate lines, but you wouldn't. You would just see these cars wrapped around the around the corner. At a fast food restaurant to eat some poison. That's, that's how you they got us, man. Around the corner, starting creating traffic, and it's everybody trying to go into the Chick-fil-A. It's insane. They take that absolutely. That's it, bro. They turned us on us. Like what we're allowing in our brain, right, media, um, advertisements, all that stuff. All they do. That's why I posted it the other day too about hypnosis. Hypnosis is the uh, hypnosis is when you plant a seed. You could plant a seed, whether good or bad. If somebody says something to you and it plants a seed into the womb of your ear and you accept that thought either today or tomorrow, now you're going to go to their company and buy whatever they were offering you 
and you successfully got hypnotized like music. Music hypnotizes us, mm-hmm. you know? So you, that's 808. Why- so, so we're going to have you back a little later with the powwow. Uh, I, I understand you're on this week. We're going to be giving away a hoodie for uh, our giveaway today. And so, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that um, inspiration for that hoodie uh, a little bit later once we get ready for that segment. Uh, in between, so thank you for that wonderful segment, uh, that wonderful uh, wisdom and advice. Sure that uh, if you have any uh, further questions, make sure you uh, contact uh, Dr. Polan, uh, we have all of his uh, social media, but uh, just for people who uh, may not be able to see it on the screen, could you just give them uh, like a brief, uh, what's the best way to contact you if they have any further questions on some of the things that you talked about? Uh, best way to get in touch with me is at my website. The website is healingcode.solutions. That's plural with the solutions. Healing code dot solutions uh, just leave me an email on there uh, let me know what you're concerned about what you're trying to inquire about um, then my cell phone is all also on there you could call me for a, a free 15-minute consultation we could talk it through uh, see how i can assist you um, and things of that nature thank you doc and, and as you were giving me that information i just realized that uh i didn't we didn't ask sister pasha her contact information so we want to make sure that we uh we, we go over that during the powwow make sure we get her uh social media handles and her uh, contact information uh, thank you doc we're gonna see you in a second in between time we're gonna um talk about a, a quick uh book recommendation um as i said earlier in the show i forgot to bring my books downstairs so i'm just gonna have to verbally tell you about them but um a lot of the things that dr polan uh touches on about how uh, western world uh medicine operates you're gonna also learn about in this particular book that a lot of you particularly uh on this feed probably know about but some of you may not have had opportunity to read it but that book is called medical apartheid by harriet a washington and if you want to turn someone or get them to understand why you take the stances that you take as an aboriginal melanated american all you have to do is recommend that book right there if they actually take the time to read that book and they still perpetuate the agendas that we discuss it's over for them because the the Stockholm syndrome would just be so out of control that there's nothing. Just recommend books. Don't argue. Don't debate. Just nod your head. Recommend the book, and hopefully that they they take heed to that information. But yes, medical apartheid, Harriet A. Washington. So uh, yes, we are going to move on. All right. So uh, pause for station identification, and we'll see you in a second. Only two currents in life. One is towards expansion of awareness, the other is sinking into sleep and unawareness. Self-abuse is being practiced with the things we drink, the things we eat, cigarettes, drinking liquor, drinking sugars. It's the number one thing being promoted to generate money. Most people don't even realize we're being controlled and manipulated. Corporations are deciding what we put in our body. 
They're controlling our behavior, the way we think, how we feel about ourselves. Why do yoga? Because it frees the mind from weakness, fatigue, physical sluggishness, resistance. Uh, so we are going to bring on our next guest. Well, excuse me, not guest, weekly contributor is our brother Elgin Todd, our uh, designated business credit guru. So you're going to have some access funding. Elgin is a um, man. To say this man is... Uh, involved in a lot of uh major uh money opportunities would be an understatement i mean he's a lot of things going on outside of the business credit he is a uh the epitome of an entrepreneur and we want to welcome him brother elgin todd how you doing my brother wonderful marvelous and lovely that's, that's what my mom used to always say Oh, I see you looking looking clean, man. Looking like a clean Aries. How you doing? How you doing? Wonderful, man. How's How your week going? Uh, so far, so good, man. It's hump day. It's Wednesday. Oh, man. Oh. I'm, I'm sowing seed. Yeah. I can't complain. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. How many uh, net 30 accounts do you need to qualify for tier three? Okay, let's let's rewind for for people who may be listening who are not familiar with what the tiers are. Absolutely, my brother. Absolutely. So yeah, take them from tier one. Just just take them through the process and how we get to tier three. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So so business credit is is typically built in tiers. Tier one being low barrier entry uh, credit lines, vendor accounts, who don't require you to have an established business credit profile already. And those are credit lines like um, Office Supply. Um, Uline, Granger, Quill are some of the more popular ones. That's tier one. Um, tier two, you get into more vendor accounts and uh, fleet cards for like gas and things like that. Tier three, by the time you get to tier three, you already want to be at about six accounts. In order to complete tier three, which puts you in position to have about nine accounts, you need at least six already. And the ultimate goal for many people is to be able to get vehicle finance in their, in their business entity's name. You need about 14 and 15 accounts for that, just to give you an idea. And that's that's at the top of tier four. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Okay. So as you, as you brought up asset acquisitions, and that's going to be one of the, the next follow-up questions. Um, what type of cash flow do creditors look for just to basically uh, – because it, is, it, is it just on your, your business credit rating or are they going to kind of want to see, you know, what kind of um, standing or what kind of income that your business is create? Well, well, funding for your business is going to be based off three different things. It's going to be based off cash flow, how much money you're making, which typically for um, for secure funds or for traditional banks is going to be a limit of about 10,000. You need to be able to make about 10,000 monthly. And then for private investors and, and, and funding companies, you need to make about 6,000 is the lowest barrier to entry. Okay, so private, when you say private, are we were talking about like, like private, smaller institutions? What yes. are you referring to specifically? Investment groups, hard money lenders, things like that. And then public will be bigger banks like Wells Fargo, and, Bank of America, and Chase, and things like that. Would a private, would, would like a credit, like a credit union be like private, or would that be under the public distinction as well? 
Uh, no, nah, I would call that public. Because that's a, a, a credit union is an accredited financial facility. So that's more public. They're actually an established credit facility or established bank. So in order to purchase things like you just mentioned, vehicles or uh, maybe like real estate, maybe like, you know, larger purchases, uh, you're going to need cash flow. You're going to need uh, good credit standing. And I missed the third one. What was the third one? And or the third one would be collateral. That is some great information. Um, outside of what we just discussed, like what are some things that uh, that you would like to discuss based on the things that you're seeing? We've seen a lot of things in the headlines with regards to these stimulus checks, with regards to uh, potential uh, mandates that could affect small business owners. You know, they're uh, I don't know if they're talking about doing another round of people. People don't know what's going on with the grant front front outside of business credit. What are some creative ways that small that SBOs can accumulate? Uh, here we are in, in mid January 2022. Mm, that's a good question. That's a great question, actually. And I'll just share a little bit what I'm, what I'm doing. I started the company because of the help that I needed as an entrepreneur, and it's called access remote management and what i do with access remote managers we hire uh virtual assistants from various countries whose dollar may not be strong as ours but their level of professionalism and experience um can match our level of professionalism experience so these are great english-speaking people these are uh some of them are high-end executives some of them are college students it just depends on the level that you hire um and so what i've done is utilize them to do uh, a lot of the research and development for our grants, a lot of the uh, the heavy lifting, so to speak, in terms of being able to get tasks done, because it's only one of me, and you know, as, as many entrepreneurs, it's only it's one, one person, and it's only so much ground you can cover as one individual. But if you're able to train and duplicate yourself, then you know you can grow um, uh, uh, astronomically. I think you know, growing from client to client or from task to task, you grow incrementally, and um, you know, when you're able to reproduce yourself and train others so that you can get multiple tasks done at the same time, I think you put yourself in position to, to grow astronomically. And that's what I've been doing is, is employing the assistance and help of others by creating a win-win mutually beneficial situation between us. Maybe uh, we have a, a, a business that, that could utilize uh, those services with regards to virtual assistance. Like how can... How can uh, someone uh, get in contact with you to inquire about uh, having uh, that type of company to, to kind of free themselves up to uh, spend more time you know, worried about capital and things of that nature, or just just whatever, whatever they need to do just to free up more time, maybe more time to spend time with their family. To contact me is through my um, Instagram page, which is access underscore funding. Um, you can call or text me at 470-258-8888. You can email me at info at accessfundingpartners.com or Elgin, E-L-G-I-N, at accessfundingpartners.com as well. Tell us about what, what else you're involved in. Uh, we know you're the business credit. Uh, can you just, uh, for people, and I know I the first show I kind of touched on some of your background, but could you just talk to us about how your journey on on how you um, manifested into this this business 
So I started, I started out in the hospitality arena as a chef. Um, I cook from, you know, my first job was at 16, washing dishes, rolling potatoes, to working my way up, you know, in various different capacities as well as different venues up until I got to executive chef. I um, also graduated from culinary school. And in that journey, one, one, at one point I was uh, training uh, because I come from a boxing background also. Same time I was cooking, I was boxing. And um, I had a client who I was training, helping her with her fitness, as well as helping her with her food. Um, you know, that's a major part of it when it comes to managing your, your health is your intake as well as your, your um, physical expenditures. So she was a credit person. And I, and I and I jokingly said, you know, because this is uh, this is around 2007. I'm telling my age now, but she was driving everything. She was driving was 2008. Um, I can remember the cars exactly because I went up renting one from her. But it was, she had a 2008 Escalade. She had a 2008 uh, uh, Super B Charger, which they only made 800 of, and she had the new six series BMW. And so I was like, wow. I said, man, I. Um, how long would it take for me to get to this level doing what I'm doing? And I said, it would take forever. If, 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 if at all, you know, so I said, I got to revamp and rethink what it is that I'm doing in order for me to be able to uh, put myself in position to gain uh, generational wealth. So that's when I first got introduced to it. I introduced one of my buddies to her who wound up managing her home for her. He would manage all the cars, you know, getting them washed, the maintenance on them, and just do things that she needed to run a house because she had a, a large estate. And um, years later, he wound up starting to do credit himself, you know, because he was influenced by her as well as others. And um, I started by referring people to him. After I got my eyes done, he did my credit. It really liberated me. It, it helped me step my vehicle game up. It helped me to gain access to things that I didn't have access to before. And I really didn't understand the power of it until that point until it actually helped me and then i can see it from a, a tangible place um from things that i'm able to lay my hands on and then i started uh referring more and more people to them and then ultimately doing some of the work myself um still operating as a chef still operating as a, a fitness enthusiast and trainer um even doing tours with celebrities and things like that um which was really eye-opening for me but it still it still wasn't positioning me for uh, generational wealth and for me to be able to make the type of income like the clients I was serving. And then I, um, I started doing credit a lot more because it became a lot more lucrative um, than the other things that I was doing. You know, some people wouldn't, may need training, may like the style I'm training uh, that I'm offering. Some people may need food. They may like my food um that i'm catering and things like that but everybody that i encountered uh you know needed to make purchases with their credit whether it's their vehicle whether it's their home or anything like that and just empowered me to be able to liberate myself financially and as well as those around me so i i ultimately uh started doing it full time to the point to where i wasn't training anymore at all i really wasn't cooking for anyone at all because the same time frame it will take for me to make you know a thousand dollars cooking i could do that just in a few uh a few minutes with a phone call for somebody who needed their credit done especially from one of my partners at the car lot or uh mortgage company or something like that who i have partnerships with 
And then I saw a need for business credit. Many people who were doing personal credit asked about um, what could they do in order to enhance their business credit to put themselves in a position to be able to make those same type of purchases or beyond and get funding for business credit. And so I started studying uh, how business credit worked. That ultimately led me to doing an apprenticeship where I started working with a gentleman who was already doing it. And then I left him and started working with a bigger company that was doing it until ultimately, you know, within a few years, I purchased my own franchise from the biggest and best company in the U.S., which is Credit Suite. And I started doing it on my own. Um, and here I am today, uh, three years later, uh, $3.5 in funding offered for clients and countless businesses that we've helped structure their business credit for profile to put them in position to get funding, uh, both traditional, non-traditional funds, as well as government grants and position them to be in position to be able to facilitate government contracts as well. What I really want to focus on is your journey and the fact that before you monetized uh, business credit services, you, you perfected it for yourself mm -hmm. and I don't, it's so important i think our people need to really understand that like before you can monetize been very forthright in learning everything that you could possibly learn about your profession because because it became your livelihood it became something that was intriguing from the outside because it was lucrative but you became a student of it and you immersed yourself in it and that comes back from the boxing background you cannot take shortcuts in boxing like in order for you to be an effective boxer, you have to perfect the jab the only way you're going to see progress is if you continue to work on those things every single day and so for you to be a chef and a, uh, a personal train and a successful one. It wasn't like you you said you had select clients. I'm not going to put your information out there, but I know the, the type of high profile clients that you had and you had some some names. We'll, we'll just see that. But you did that for almost for basically a decade, almost, if not. And, and you but you were very committed in that profession and you take that same work ethic to your new profession. Well, not new now, but your, your current profession and that commitment to is why you are in the position that you are in now and so i think i just want and you know i appreciate you because a year ago you and i had a conversation about accountability because you know i was spreading myself way too many different ways and in that conversation that that you had brother to brother is, is why i put my uh my head down and made sure that this last year i was trying hard and make sure i established my own brand uh, and established someone else's so I, i've told you thank you several times but i will publicly on the record say thank you again for for holding me accountable because that's that's what that's how we do as brothers we hold each other accountable but so can you just speak on the advice that you gave me on the importance of advocating before you can become an advocate you have to be a customer yourself so you know in in really immersing yourself in the information because you know you're in a tribe now you're in honor you know you're 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 a national and you know there are a lot of opportunities that come with all this right and you have access to new information right and so a lot of times when people we take these quote before we have an opportunity to uh understand
it on a mastery level we're trying to monetize so we're already trying to set up our website we're already trying to monetize it mm -hmm. but we haven't mastered it we haven't we haven't oh, it doesn't matter if you're doing genealogy service if you're if you're a doctor if you're a cosmologist like can you change your own reality so if we can't change our own reality how can we accept income to to, to sell someone how we can change their mm -hmm. absolutely i think i think you know in anything you're doing if you're going to offer it to someone else uh, uh, a wise route to take would be to uh, to not just do it, but become it. You know, once you can exemplify what it is that you do and what you're offering, and you can show receipts, you have a lot, a lot stronger standing in the marketplace than someone just uh, regurgitating information that they heard someone else say. I think it's better um, and and more noteworthy. noteworthy to not just do something but become it versus um making your market off of regurgitating information that's in that in that arena you know and and selling and repackaging and selling that because some of it is wrong uh, like like for instance i give you an example um i seen a young lady she's popular in the business credit arena has a large following and she was saying um you know she was doing the music and pointing at the different pop-up uh, uh, sentences will, will, will kind of give you instructions about business credit. And one of the things that she was saying, which I know to be false, was how you can build your business credit profile with a C Corp, uh, S Corp. I'm sorry, but an S Corp is a sole proprietor. That means that you're in operation or doing business for yourself on your own. You know, whereas versus a C Corp means you own a corporation that has multiple departments, that has employees and things like that outside of just yourself. And you can come you can comfortably build a business credit profile with that type of umbrella versus an S Corp sole proprietor, which is just you. And and so it would be something that people who went and took that advice and acted on it, something that later on they would have to retract and go and and, and do over or or fix, you know, because they got the information from somebody that they trusted who was popular. But um, if you ask them for receipts. You know, based off the information that they're telling you, she couldn't provide it because that's something that you can't do. So I think that, you know, dealing with anything that you're doing, you know, it's important for you to, like I said earlier, not just do it, but actually become it. So that way you have you're a living example of what it is that you're offering. You're, or in my case, you know, my companies are living examples um, of exactly what I'm offering. You know, if you check my business credit profile any of my clients i can email them my report to show them the vendor accounts to show them the lines to show them the limits you know to show them also the tangible results from what i've been able to accomplish with business credit from vehicle purchase to you know multiple uh rounds of funding on various levels as well as uh uh you know capital to be able to to move my business entities forward um and the, the capitalization of grants and, and and a lot of doors that have been opened from me having a well-built-out business credit profile. These are things that I can tangibly show, um, showcase as an example of what it is that I'm offering versus me just taking information that I heard other people say and offering people courses and things like that based off that. Oh, it, it did more than answer my question. It took it above and beyond. Uh, I want I wanted to thank you. Proud to call you my brother. Uh, we're going to have you back here in a couple minutes for the powwow. Um, just for someone who may have just got on, uh, uh, 
could you uh, please uh, give us that, that contact information one more time? Because I'm sure if, if they were, weren't enticed before, which I don't understand why they wouldn't, but after hearing uh, what you just said, I think they should definitely be one to tap in with you and uh, uh, acquire some of that knowledge and wisdom. Sure. Um, social media, uh, my social media account for Facebook is Access Fund underscore Funding Partners, Inc. My cell, you can reach me, is 470-258-8888. Um, and you can email me as well at info at accessfundingpartners.com as well as elgin at accessfundingpartners.com. Any questions, concerns, we do free 30-minute business consultations. Uh, we help you apply for grants. We help you with both your business credit profile, your personal credit profile, all uh coming together to lead you up to maximum funding i can experience as someone that um not too long ago i want to say it was maybe the fall mm. 19 someone who was in the five, 580s i was in all three credit reports 580s and i now are well up above the 727 37.40s it fluctuates but yeah i don't have a problem uh you know, getting funding. So and it's all a testament to this man. So he also has me in a business credit uh, program as well. And this is before I was in Army. So, um, yes, so I'm glad that, that he is now part of the tribe and he'll be making himself uh, serviceable to, to everyone in the tribe, outside of the tribe. This is the guy without equivocation. And as I said on the first episode, he is working uh, with our other uh, brother, uh, Cinemaka. And the two of them are like the ultimate tag team Elgin, having the Cinemaco with the jurors and, you know, business credit, this collaboration, um, we should be able to correct a lot of the issues that we're seeing. And so we, we want to thrive just, just to survive. The objective is to thrive. And so Amen. thank you, E. E-Money, which I've been calling, I've been calling him E-Money for over a decade now. He's really E-Money. But I'm going to see you in a second. We're going to uh, talk some more during the powwow. Thank you. All right. Talk to you soon. Absolutely. All right. And uh, as far as the, the book recommendation, um, uh, as I said uh, previously, uh, I neglected to bring my books downstairs. And so I'm just going to have to tell you verbally. But for, I'm sure a lot of people uh, on this feed are familiar with this next book. Uh, it's called uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It's a very, very informative book. Uh, actually, I probably should read that book again. I haven't read it in a, in a, in a minute. But y'all, a lot of these books, you just don't read them one time. You, you come back to them, you read them over, and you read them over, and you read them over. And you just continue to use those techniques like you would a jab or a right hand because these techniques are, are, are vital. Every business is about value. Every business is about integrity. You know, So you're going to continue to provide, need to provide value for people. And, and practice and operate with integrity and accountability. So yes, that's how to win friends and influence people, how to influence, how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. So we are going to move on. Uh, we're gonna uh, pause for station identification. See you guys in a second. For your business, um, for you to be able to get funds for your business, one of the things you have to have in place is the same thing that you have in place for your personal credit profile. 
Your personal credit profile allows you to move into homes. It allows you to get credit cards. It allows you to get the house you want. It allows you to get the car you want. From a business perspective, you need to have a business credit profile also. And that'll allow you to be able to get the funding you need for your business so it stands alone and you don't have to use your social security number, but you can base your lending uh, situation off of your EIN number. So we're going to do our little powwow before we get to specific conversation. I got to apologize to my sister, Pasha. Pasha, can you please um, give everyone your contact information? I was so excited with that first segment that I uh, I forgot to get that from you. But yeah, we want your, your best contact information, your social media handles, your website, all of the good, good stuff. Because I know people are going to want to reach out to you after all of that uh, great advice that you gave us earlier. Oh, you could just go to PashaEshell.com. That's Pasha, I-X-C-H-E-L.com. Um, you can email me at PashaEshell at Gmail. And there we go. So y'all see her name right there on the screen. So PashaEshell at the dot com. We need to go. But uh, yeah, thank you, sis, for that. And uh, I want to bring everybody up. We can get our, our powwow uh, going. We got we still got Dr. Pallon, right? Yeah, I'm in the building. Doc. Doc's in the building. We're going to bring Elgin back up so we can have our, uh, our powwow. Yeah, we got the family. Uh, I'd like everybody just to talk about like with their, their, their daily routines, this kind of habits, like what are the things that you were doing to hold yourself accountable to make sure that you are constantly uh, in pursuit of your daily objectives? I mean, you already talked this about, um, you know, making sure we're staying on top of our triggers. Everybody I'm sure on this panel uh, has daily objectives, uh, to-do lists, daily goals, things that you're trying to accomplish. Like, what are some of your, your mechanisms? Like, what are your routines uh, implement to make sure you're staying on top of like, whether it's business, whether it's mental, physical, whatever, how, how do you implement those things and how do you hold yourself accountable to it? Um, well, I'm old school, <laughs> good old 42 here. So I definitely stick to the whole, you know, paper and pen <laughs> thing. Um, some people uh, like to use their notes, but basically writing down those goals and, you know, categorizing them best suited to what you have going on. Like I have a lot. <laughs> and so I definitely have to make sure that I have these things written down. I checking them off as I go. Um, I'm also being easy on myself. Um, you know, that's, that's like a thing for me. Um, making sure that I'm prioritizing things because I, I, I have to I, business owner, homeschooling mommy. Um, and then in the process of still continuing to heal, I'm on my healing journey. Still, I will, will always continue to heal. So, um, but really just the organization for me and, um, jotting those things down and definitely checking them off as I go. Everybody kind of has these different things. Some people do their, uh, you know, weekly goals, their daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, and, and so forth. So it's a it's a personal thing. 
Um, but for me, it's always the jotting it down and checking it off as I go. I'm old school, so it's all good with me. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that, sis. I expect nothing less from you. Dr. Pallon, I'm going to pass the mic to you. So how do you, uh, what's your process on uh, your goals, objectives, and, and how you're able to, to stay on top of it and hold yourself accountable? Um, I do the same thing Sister Pasha do. Um, I just type them in my phone. Everything I need to do is in my phone. Um, the only things I don't put in my phone or jot down is to, uh, to do um, is the unconscious things like prayer, meditation, morning, noon, sunset. Um, I go to the gym every day um, around 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. So those are, you know, then, you know, the shower and all that unconscious stuff. So I do that. But for running the company and getting things done for the company, it's always the, um, you know, typing it in my cell phone. And once I'm done, you know, erasing it out and moving on to the next. But, yeah, just staying organized and, and visualizing what, you know, what I need to be done, you know, by writing it down. Elgin, we already know about the boxing background, so I'm looking forward to hearing about your uh, your daily routines, your uh, how you go about your your day with, you know, with your large client load, how you're able to, to manage it all, stay on top of everything. For me, my daily routine, I like to get started every day with, with uh, taking in information, studying. Um, that's normally the first thing I do. And then when I study, instead of me making a to-do list, I'll start sending out the execution list for my BAs. And so I'll send them, and sometimes it's on the weekend, sometimes it might be on a Friday night. When I get some information, I'll send it over to my VP who's uh, in the Philippines. And when he comes to work on Monday, he'll already have his own to-do list based off the things that I sent him. That's what I do for myself work-wise. If we need to address um, some particular clients in particular, um, and I have my VAs do this on a regular basis, it's called my clientele, um, some, you know, in order of importance, or just in general, to always check to make sure that we cover them in terms of, and blanket and umbrella them in terms of what it is they need to make happen for the businesses. And then for my physical, I, I go to the gym every day. It's just really routine for me. Um, and I try to change up my routine um, you know, drink and then the things around the gym from getting enough water to taking my supplements and those things, using the gym as an anchor, it helps me to perpetuate a, a healthy lifestyle outside the gym. So that's what I do for myself, uh, from a work position. That's what I do for myself physically and spiritually. I just try to keep myself in tune and, uh, and meditate and concentrate on what it is that I want, what it is that I'm aiming at and speak progressively, uh, towards that, make sure that my words, and my actions line up with my ambition. Dopest team around. Boy, that's what I'm talking about. I love it. No, that's 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 amazing. And um I uh just want to piggyback on a lot of things that all three said. Um, you know, uh, I'm the, the the little brother of the group, you know, by by a year with my sis Pasha's but uh, but no, um I heard a lot of similar things. Uh and you know, me myself, uh I don't just have a routine like I have daily rituals like you know I I could check my phone I got an alarm for everything but uh, the day starts every morning 5 a.m. you know I'm in the lab I'm working you know Sovereign Creed stuff working uh, you know creating 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 is you know I have this balance between athlete and artist and so you know I've, I've got to I've got to balance that 
you know, because that's who I am by nature. I'm, I'll, I'll, once an athlete, I'll always be an athlete. And when I'm uh, behaving like an athlete, have the discipline of an athlete is when I feel like I'm at my best. So that, that the workout that I carry myself through is um, suffering may be a, a, a strong word, but it's, it's, it's I guess you could kind of say it's suffering. I, I push myself to each and every day to do something in every workout I've done before. And so during every workout, you're going to have that moment that you want to quit. And if I don't uh, have that moment when you get that doubt, that resistance, that means I'm not working that hard. And so I push myself to that level, but I also carry that over to my life. And so whenever I, uh, I try to uh, make sure that I'm not duped by the instant gratification, I'll say that again. I'm not duped by the instant gratification of convenience because a lot of times what you should do and what you want to do are not aligned. And so we'll, we'll find ourselves beating around the bush or, or, or procrastinating. It's just not as attractive as what we want to do because that's more convenient. So we got to really focus on doing what needs to be done because we need to get it done and accomplished as opposed to doing what's most convenient. And I mean that in regards to everything in life. I mean, regard from our business standpoint, just, you know, doing the right thing. And it's easier said than done. There's going to be some resistance with a lot of things that I know we all are overcoming it. Uh, after uh, the, the, the daily lab work with, with the business, then we, we have our, uh, our, we got to get our reading in every day we constantly got to constantly uh get our reading in get our daily meditations in that way uh make sure we're, we're trying to do like what you guys said manifest the right things uh, making sure our uh our energy is focused in the right place and just try to be productive i think i've said it before uh social media whatever there's a difference between being busy and productive you see, a lot of people are busy, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's scrolling timelines all day, on the phone, bullshitting, whether it's just wasting time, like setting goals. Actually, I need to get back to writing because I, I do use the iPhone notes because it's convenient. See, I definitely want to get back to, to writing things down. Uh, I think that's something I'm going to challenge myself with. Thank you, sir. But yeah, just making sure that we get some shit done. Get shit done, man. Set a goal, get it done. But make sure that we give ourselves, like Kyle was saying, be easy on yourself and give your things, give yourself goals that, that's why it's important to have the short term, the midterm, because you don't, you don't want to be so focused on the midterm and the long term that you don't take care of the short term. You want to constantly be, uh, trust in the process and make sure you get things done daily something get something done and you put enough good days in a row then you'll start to see results and whether that's you know you know it's january everybody's you know the new new year new you resolution and all of that but the people who are intentional about those habits to reap the rewards later but yeah that's my little two cents man uh we are gonna do a giveaway today, as we do every single week. And uh, this week, Dr. Palan uh, 
came up with a with a wonderful concept for a hoodie that we collaborated on. It's called the functional possibility. And so for today's uh, segment, uh, trivia giveaway, we're going to show this hoodie that my sis Pasha is about to uh, put on the screen. And, and the, the winner of this trivia game today will receive this hoodie valued at forty four seventy two. It's a dope hoodie. It comes in black or white, and it's uh, titled The Functional Possibility. So while she's finding that clip, uh, Dr. Pilar, can you just talk about what inspired you to want to create this hoodie and just overall break it down what it means, the functional possibility for people listening or watching? Uh, it was just based on, you know, our cosmology on how you know, we could be dysfunctional or functional on a daily basis. You know, like you said, write down your goals so you could be, you know, productive. Um, but it's all about just being functional, you know, um, being positive, you know, trying to remind yourself if you feel like being, you know, dysfunctional, just focus, you know, like the T-shirts tell you, you know, just be the functional aspect of yourself. Don't settle for the, you know, dysfunctional. So if you can see it on your T-shirt, That'll help keep you focused on being functional. You know what I mean? So that's all it was. Just as a reminder, just like we take notes, um, it's just a mind reminder. We can look on our shirt and say, you know, be the functional possibilities for today, then you'll be functional, you know? That's the hoodie for today to, to win the, the functional possibility hoodie. And the question is for, um, those listening on Clubhouse or watching on YouTube, here is the question. Varying from state to state, these laws prohibited property and business ownership for the so-called Negro in America during Reconstruction, while also penalizing them if they weren't employed or paid taxes. I'm going to read that question one more time. Varying from state to state, these laws prohibited property and business ownership for the so-called Negro in America during Reconstruction while also penalizing them if they weren't employed or paid taxes. So if you know the answer to that, drop that answer in the, um, the YouTube feed if you're on Clubhouse. You can go ahead and um, message me directly, but the first person to answer that question correctly is going to win that functional possibility hoodie. So think, think laws, think laws that affected our people back in during the Reconstruction. This is like a, a period like during slavery. You know, this is a time where uh, they had a lot of BS laws. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> uh, my sis said that I'm not answering to bear. She feel like me. She just got that that trivia game uh, energy. I'm not gonna penalize you for for being on top of your game. I'm just trying to give other people an opportunity to to win some free shit. But oh, here we go. 
Uh, Jim Crow, that's a that's a good try. That's incorrect, though. Dig deeper. You're on the right track. Dig deeper. Dig deeper. I'm going to read the question again. Just pull out your phone. You might want to do some research. I don't care. I'm not going to. You want to Google some shit? I don't care. But varying from state to state. Varying from state to state. These laws prohibited property and business ownership of Negro in America during Reconstruction, while also penalizing them if they weren't employed or paid taxes. All right. Uh, Gabby, a.k.a. my sis Naisha, go ahead and drop your answer in there. Let's see if you got it. Yes. Latina Azucar, you have answered correctly. Oh, as I said, it, uh, uh, Naisha came in, but Tina uh, got that in just before you did. It's black code. So, Latina Azucar, you are going to receive that wonderful uh, possibility hoodie. And so we're gonna make sure to get that out to you, man. That was I know that was a tough one, man. I, I'll try to ease up next week, man. But I don't, I can't give y'all all the easy ones, man. So I'm doing a giveaway, man. So I, mean, I gotta make y'all at least do a work for it a little bit. I had to work to come up with these questions and answers. I know, I'm a fool, Pasha. I know I'm silly as hell. But uh, yeah, congratulations to uh, great questions. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Fair housing that that's a good that's a good one. Uh yeah, though, I see you. And uh Gary, man, girl, you man, if we have a if we uh have a uh a game when when that game is released, you are definitely gonna be on my team. You are definitely gonna I like the way you wrote holding it down, but man, she is nasty with it. Nasty with it. Absolutely. All right, so yeah, next we're gonna uh run an ad so everyone can. Go ahead and see how they can uh, go ahead and pre-order this game. Because some of y'all need to get this game so y'all can get on top of this trivia like my sis. Uh, yeah, so the, uh, congratulations to my sis Latina uh, for winning the hoodie. Uh, congratulations, everybody who participated. Congratulations to my sister, Naive. Um, yes, as we wrap it up, we're going to continue to build every week, every topic. Another great show today. I want to thank my my uh, my brother, my bros, and my sis for coming on here. In closing, we just need to stay focused, man. We just need to stay focused on our objectives. We really don't really need to consume ourselves with anything outside because i think we got so much going on internally like we don't really have time to really consume ourselves what's going on over here what's going on over there we just gotta keep our head down work hard as hell because at the end of the day don't nobody care just work harder I and mean, it sounds like a cliche but i mean the shit is real like you want to see results work harder you know and so we just that's all I got for this week. I don't really have no real major antidote. We just need to just continue to, to do the work. Uh, whether or not you get that instant recognition that you're looking for, so what? Just be focused on the process. Now, I know we don't really talk about sports on here, but you know when I was really immersed in that world, uh, Nick Saban was my, still is my favorite football coach of all time, and 
he always talks about the process, the process. And if you focus on the process, you don't focus on the end result, but you focus on the process. And that's every day. That's right now. That's what are you doing right now? And you continue to take one step, continue to to uh, to work towards that goal and you get immersed in that process. That's the real reward. The journey. What you learn. So let's just continue to trust the process. And, you know, I hope everybody on this panel continues to uh, have peace and infinite blessings. I just want to say thank you for everyone who took the time to tune in to our show this week. Hopefully you got something out of it. Um, we had a great show. We talked about some important topics. Uh, if you didn't catch it live, there will be a replay. My, my super producer, Cindy Ashby, is going to uh, cut it up, chop it, screw it. Make sure that everybody gets to see it and we'll make sure we get it to everybody. Uh, if you uh, like the content and, and you want to tune in, uh, continue to do so. If you are like our, our apparel, like this human hoodie that I'm, I'm wearing today, uh, just so you know, we are currently all winter promotion, 20% off. If you just go to www.sovereigncreed.shop. And just uh, in case you don't know, if you haven't uh, purchased from us before, shipping is included, so you don't have to worry about that. So uh, usually you'll get uh, your items back within seven, usually about seven to ten business days, but usually it's closer to seven. Uh, so we want to um, continue to uh, put out great products. We got clothes for the kids, for the entire family. We got hoodies, we got sweatshirts, we got kids' clothes, we got. All of those things currently on the site. I'm sure everyone there, thank you for that ad. Yeah, you go. It's that nice uh, symbol of life hoodie. That, I, matter of fact, my sis who won the uh, who won the giveaway, uh, Tina, she has that hoodie. So that's that's a wonderful hoodie. Uh, but yeah, we got the 20% going off, going on currently. Uh, obviously, you know about the game, the history they don't teach, released in February. Uh, limited time offer of $39.95 uh, for all people who uh, pre-order. If you want to access that, you can uh, go to SovereignCreed.com to access that game. There it is right there. And uh, we're going to continue to do this every week. We don't just discuss the problems. We offer the solutions. I want to give a special shout out to my brothers and sisters. We got Pasha. Pasha Ishell, free hugs with Pasha Ishell. We got Healing Code with Dr. Palan. Edwards, we have my super producer Cindy Ashby. If you haven't done so already, you, you are really missing out. Please go to www.otu2.com so you can be a part of a community of validated content creators. You never have to worry about censorship. So, uh, that's all I have for this week. Hopefully, you see we see you again next week, same time, same place. Uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Central. This is the Sovereign Creed Show, and you just heard on the Wake Up Radio. Peace, everybody. See you next week. We at Sovereign Creed are dedicated to the nurturing, preserving, and protecting of the Aboriginal American family. We are aligned with the customs and beliefs practiced by our Indigenous American ancestors and will continue to ensure that their legacy lives. Individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deanne. 
On the wake up. Just catch your body in a 